Hey, it's Cindy Howes from the podcast Basic Folk, where we have honest conversations with folk musicians. Check out our very special 250th episode featuring an interview and performance with Basic Folk co-host Lizzie No. I feel like most women I know have an experience where they've been working and working and working to perform and to execute and to please everyone else, and then things sort of fall apart a little bit in some way or another. And partying can actually be a really important step towards getting free because it shows you where you need to fall apart and being on the dance floor, like in community with Mm. other women and Mm -hmm. in community with queer people. Mm -hmm. Like for me, those experiences have been so important. This time, Lizzie is on the other side of the mic talking about and performing songs from their brand new album, Half Seas. Basic Folk's 250th episode with Lizzie No is streaming now on the Bluegrass Situation Podcast Network. Join us there or wherever you get podcasts. Thompson Guitars is a small custom shop in Oregon and is a proud sponsor of the Travis Book Happy Hour. They make handcrafted, vintage-sounding guitars for many different playing styles, from a dreadnought to parlor size. Go to pktguitars.com for more information. Hey, this is Travis Book. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Travis Book Happy Hour Podcast. I'm Travis Book. This episode is brought to you by Americana Vibes and Thompson Guitars, makers of fine instruments, handmade with love, in Sisters, Oregon. I met Benny Galloway, you may know him as Burl, around 2002. At the time, we were both living in Durango, Colorado, and I was just starting to play music with Anders Beck and a whole host of characters in the Durango acoustic music scene. Anders took me to a pickin' party. Burl was playing the upright. He handed it to me and the story is still unfolding. (laughs) Burl came to town to write, play a few shows, and help me with some plumbing in November of 2020, and we pulled in a friend of ours, Tommy Marr, to play the dobro. What transpired follows. This podcast is a distillation of the full-length happy hour edited for brevity and flow. Full episodes with video can be viewed anytime at thetravisbook.com. Live from the historic Gray Eagle, located in Asheville, the Pearl of Carolina, it's the Travis Book Happy Hour. This week with special guest, Benny Burrow Galloway, and featuring the Happy Hour house band of Fireside Collective's Tommy Marr. And now your host, Travis Book. Thank you, Bill. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Travis Book Happy Hour. I realized uh, this is the ninth one of these that I've done. I started back in June. And here we are. Yeah, I got a real MC now. Moving on up. Thank you all so much for being here tonight. Thanks for being part of this. Thanks to the Great Eagle for hosting us. Thank you to all of you who are listening or watching from home, tuned in on... uh, on Facebook, of all things. Um, It's been a big week here in the United States. And I was right. Everything's fine. Always thought that you would fly, sail away and learn to ride. Waiting on a change in time, 
Take a train and catch a flight. Go ahead, it'll be alright. No one that you owe it to. You'll do what you want to do. Start the car and leave tonight. Go ahead, it'll be alright. I'll still be here, but it'll be alright. Drive out past the city lights Watch the dead turn in tonight You'll be feeling better by midnight A winding road will make it right Go ahead and it'll be alright What is past is done No use holding on, don't look back I thought our house is gone Grounded, rested on, turn out that light. Don't look back, it'll be alright. You better take your chances when they come. Don't wait for something, no, someone You hate to miss a chance in life So go ahead and it'll be alright Just say yes, it'll be Instead, I'll play one of my favorite Benny Galloway songs. He wasn't going to play this one tonight. It's the saddest song I know. There's a voice going over the mountain. It's a voice I used to know. I'll bet you ten that it's her again. That girl from long ago. She wanted California She got Oregon out here I think it's fair to warn you I ain't been myself in years No, I ain't been myself in years What's left of it all went with her In a box of broken dreams Tell your friends that I loved her then Always will it seem That evening breeze reminds me So soft against my ear Before she was behind me I ain't been myself in years No, I ain't been myself in years Sometimes I hear her laughing Sometimes I see her face Sometimes I think that she's coming back To fix this broken place This broken place It's too easy to see right through me change my ways I'll tell your friends that I loved her when I wasn't in the haze 
that evening breeze it reminds me so soft against my ear before she was behind me I ain't been myself years no I ain't been myself in years I ain't been myself in Hey, thank you. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks, everyone, for being a part of this tonight. I'm so pleased to have this guest. You know, one great thing about this show is I've had the opportunity, despite the whole COVID thing, the opportunity to have um, some friends who I otherwise wouldn't get a chance to play music with um, or spend time with come hang out with me at the house, work on music, that sort of thing. It is always a joy and a pleasure to hang out with Burl. I've been hanging out with him for years now. So uh, please... Make a welcome to the Travis Book Happy Hour, Mr. Benny Burl Galloway. Hey, Burl. Hey, buddy. Hey, bud. I'm supposed to sit here, I think. Hey, man, you sit wherever you want. You know how it is. No one tells you what to do. Burl, how you doing, man? Beautiful. <laughs> I can tell. Thanks so much for being here. Absolutely. When did... Uh, You've, you've been writing songs for a long time. You've been on the acoustic music scene for a very long time. Um, you, were, you were messing around with the Hot Rise Boys, with the Salmon Boys, with the, with the Yonder Boys, with, with all that stuff. A guy who played bass for uh, Bob Wills, too, was a big influence in my scene. Right, Junior. When I was, a, well, no, uh, oh, oh, Johnny oh. Johnson, when I was real young. Well, yeah, you had, you had, you had a ton of influences before you got all mixed up with those... Jam grass. Yeah, right. Oh, the jam grass. Uh, like you were playing real music before you got into playing right, jam that's grass. It, that's it. That's it. Right. That's it. It was, real, it was the you, real deal. But you were around when all those bands were forming on the front range and when all that stuff mm -hmm. was starting to come together. Yes. Now, we met in Durango. I remember that, I think. Two th I vaguely remember that. <laughs> 2000, it was Easter, I know that. 2002, we were at a bluegrass jam. I'd never played the upright before, and you were playing bass, and at one point you turned around and you said, does anyone know how to play this thing? And I was standing next to Anders, and I had no idea. And Anders knew I played bass, and Anders is like, this dude can play. And I was like, what are you talking about? And sure enough, Burl spins around and goes, here. <laughs> and there it was. I went first, to get a beer. Yeah, first time I had an upright. Burl, yeah, sho Burl showed me a couple tricks, and off, off I went. Thank you. <laughs> Don't mention it. <laughs> so, it was cool. <laughs> I could just about feel him breathing down my neck, and I just went... It's time for you to take over, son. I'm on break. <laughs> right away we started hanging out together. You were, you, you were awful nice to Anders and I and helped us understand what, what we were doing wrong and what to do right. <laughs> and, um, and it got to where we, would, we, we were writing a lot of... We were, you, were, you were starting to teach me how to write songs. We were meeting out, uh, up over your garage. Oh, that's right. Up the river there and um, meeting once a week and, and writing tunes. For six months. Yeah, we and we missed two. We missed two. Six months. And and the rule there was it was you and me and our friend Chris Becker. Chris Becker, that's right. And the rule was you had to either bring. You had to bring one of three things. You had to bring either um, a twelve pack of beer, Cheap. a bottle of whiskey, or a bag of reefer. And you also had to show up with a song idea. And that was the most essential part of the whole process because I was working on the golf course then, and I'd be out cutting grass on the mower knowing that night, by that night, I had to have a song idea <laughs> or I was going to have to answer to Burl. <laughs> it's a fun project we did. Yeah. You, 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 you've, worked with, you've worked with a ton of young musicians, aspiring songwriters. Mm -hmm. Yes, man. I love it. And you know how it is with artists. The more you tell them, the more confusing it gets. If you had to just, <laughs> if you had to just give an aspiring songwriter one little piece, one little Cohen, one little piece of advice, what would it be? Uh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> but, if you must, if, if you must, it's all about the song. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah, and use an eraser. 
An eraser. Yeah, and that, that came from a young man I met in uh, Bristol, Tennessee, who I'm very fond of. He was a he, big influence on me. His name is Jordan Ramsey, and he's one of the best mandolin players I've ever seen or anybody else will ever see. And he just um, happened to be on the same stage as me, and we talked for a few minutes, and we got to be really close. And he pulled that out of me. He says, Burl, with you, it's all about the songs. It's what everybody looks at you for. And so that's what I tell everybody. If you're gonna get, if you're gonna chase it, just chase the song, and leave everything else alone. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I learned? Except the fish. You know something else I learned from you, and I've always remembered it. Is you, you at one point you said, "It's not what, it's where." It's where, yeah. That's and that was a real profound observation as a bass player. That's that was mo that's more what that thing does. Yeah, that was the context of that. Is He's got the whole package, this guy. With <laughs> and more. It's, it's supposed to be about you. <laughs> but I, th I, I always <laughs> so for aspiring bass players, me. that's like your that's like your little like um, that's like your little um, Zen Cohen to work with as a bass player. It's not what, it's where. Yes, I'm still working on that. Every day, I think about that all the time. If we, yeah, if it all came so easy, it wouldn't be no fun. I can t I can assure you that. Well, that's probably you could probably <laughs> say that about life too. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> you know. We're lucky to have these things and these things that we like to do: drink and listen to music and eat good food and hang out with our family and friends. It's what we love. It's what I love, and and uh, these these things that we use to do that for you are, are our tools. And that's you know these things are all tools to us, all this wire. But it takes the people to do it, and it takes your ears to hear it, or we're not worth spit. Basically, <laughs> without your ears, we're nothing. Yeah, well, it certainly helps to have something to bounce the sounds off of. Correct. So, speaking of equipment, uh, speaking of, of of the well, equipment's not the right word. Speaking of tools, um, what do you what do you look for in in, in a guitar? An acoustic guitar, I, I uh, boy, electric guitars. <laughs> um, I love them all. I love all the instruments. I love them. But it seems I, I've had most of the things, the biggest tool I use is the acoustic guitar or the, or the bass. I, I, I try to play bass too. But um, in, in, a, in a box of wood with strings, I guess you gotta kinda find out what's in it, inside, in the hole, maybe. And usually for me, it's old and dry and worn out. And that's where I can start. And then I will give it to a, a friend of mine who I, is one of the most skilled luthiers I know ever, lived with the guy for years, watched him take stuff apart and put back together dreams and genius. And I just find these old guitars, or they find me, and then I give it to him, and then it comes out sounding like a million bucks, in, in short. <laughs> right. That's, that's what I look for. Hot rods them. I've heard you... Yeah, hot rods them, basically. I heard you say something at one point about um, you'd had a guitar for a long time, and you felt like you'd pulled all the songs out of it. True. You want, you want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. <laughs> uh, no. Actually, that's trade secret. I can talk to you about that. I, it's, it's become a topic of conversation. Somebody just... I, I don't usually, usually run around with a phone in my pocket when we're doing this stuff, but it's sitting on the guitar case, and I didn't shut it off, and it pinged. And, and I looked down, and somebody sent me a note, somebody I know, and they said, is that Alice you're playing? I didn't even answer the question because I really can't. Um, the answer to that is no. Travis has Alice. Um, Technically speaking, Alice is at the shop in Black Mountain. But yes, I am yeah. the caretaker of Alice. Yeah. They're working on the ghost inside the guitar right now, so that'll be a good thing because they need a lot of work. Halloween just passed. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the, the, this particular guitar that I had for a long time, I just felt like it was time for me to pass it on to somebody else because I'd gotten so much good work out of the thing it was time for me to find another junker and put it back together and go again. I mean I, I'm, I'm kind of a wrecking ball that way uh, I am a record, I'm a salvager I'm a plumber for goodness sake so I can you know, fix some things and, and keep things in working order but with the guitar that he's talking about is I'd written a lot of material and it, it helped shape my life and I didn't need my life shaped by that anymore. <laughs> it, it, had, it had to go somewhere else so I could get to the next piece of the puzzle and 
Now you have it. Now, now, it, now it haunts my house. Yes, exactly. And oh, you remember that? Oh, I don't mean to distract, but the gal, there was a gal who came to the house one night when we were in Nashville. Yes. At the old Sunliner house. Yes. And she picked up the guitar. It was in a stand, and she played a chord on this guitar, and she put it down and went, what's in that guitar? Yeah. yeah. Truly, she was, she was terrified. Yeah, I have my buddy uh, Adam, Adam Gruel from Horseshoes and Hand Grenades. I don't know if anybody's familiar with him. Um, Adam's an, an amazing guy and a songwriter, and he was staying at my house, and it was uh, right before he broke my ceiling fan, <laughs> which is kind of a weird story. Playing the guitar. <laughs> he, I, I said, hey, man, you know, Alice is in the house. Uh, you should go pick Alice. And I get a text from him in the middle of the night. And he's like, it was, it was actually a voice memo of a song he had written on Alice, and he was pretty bugged out yeah. by the ghost in There's that, a few eyes in the guitar. There in that eyes. guitar. You know, he was home alone in the house, and he was a little bugged out by it. Yeah. Um, that's, that's what I love that. I love that feeling. Well, it's certainly, yeah. I, you know, my, my experience with instruments has been, and there was, there was, one, situ, there was one thing that happened to me at, um, I picked up, you know, you, when I was in Durango and we were coming up, uh, you, you were already up, but I was, come, <laughs> I, was, I was getting ready to cut my hair. Uh, you know, I was, Robin Davis was in our band, and I picked up one of Robin Davis's mandolins one afternoon, and without even thinking about it, I suddenly was playing the melody to a song that I'd never played before, one that he played on the, uh, very, very regularly, or on the reg, as kids say these days. And, <laughs> and it was a real profound moment where I realized that, that something, something was transpiring that had not happened before where the, the instrument was playing a really integral role in the sort of manifestation of the song, of the, of, of the music that was being it. played. And that really shifted my whole perspective. You know, the instruments are tools, but they're also sort of a, it's a partner. You know, you yes. can't bring the music into form without the instrument. And, you know, like David Grisman, uh, someone was building a mandolin for David Grisman, and they said, David, what do you want it to sound like? And he goes, oh, man, you just make the mandolin. I'll worry about yeah, how it sounds, you know? <laughs> and, and, and for a guy like David Grisman, you know, he can pick up any mandolin on the planet, immediately play it, and from note one, it'll sound like dog. You know, it'll sound like him. Um, but I think, I, I, I think f the, on the other side of that, there is, there, there's, there's, there's character there's ghosts in these instruments. As Absolutely. you're putting things into them and pulling, you know, as they're, as they're pulling these songs into form, they're being transformed. They're Absolutely. being haunted. They're, they're picking up this energy and all this history, and then you pull Alice out of the case, and it's like, whoa. You can almost, you can almost hear it without even... It's like that um, on... Uh, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I'm not going to remember what movie it is. Spinal Tap, where he's like, can you hear it? He's like, can you hear it? And he's like, whoa. <laughs> he's like, can you hear it? You know, it's like the instrument's not even making any sound, but he's like, can you hear it? Can you hear that sustain? And it's the same thing with Alice. Yeah. It's not making any sound, but you can really hear it. Yeah, it's there. It's you all know? inside, yeah. You know? Yeah. All right, enough about guitars. I feel like I have more questions. How's everyone doing out there? <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> hey, and th thank you all again um, so much for being here. Um, I don't know if you knew what to expect, but here we are. The music's coming soon. A few more questions. Uh, you moved to the South. Uh, let me back up by saying, I met you in the Southwest, and at the time, all the music that I was hearing, a lot of the music that you were writing, you know, like, like Sleepy Cowboy, it was very, it was, your music has always seemed to be such, it, I'm realizing now, it really does come from the place where you are. Your music is very rooted in whatever experience you're having. Most likely. You're very rarely writing about something other than what is right here. True. I, I yeah, I don't. I don't stray off too far. I try to keep it really close. As far as, far as a musician, I, I do stretch out. I did stretch out. I've done all kinds of things. I still stretch out, but when I create pieces, I keep it down the pencil and paper, and I am from the West. I mean, the way West, the West Coast. I just happen to live in Colorado, really, in Durango. But I am from the West Side, and it has uh, just like the fires and... The hurricanes are on this side. There's each has a different component that you work with, and uh, did a lot of cowboying, did a lot of other stuff, and that's what it led to. And, I mean, I live I lived with some hard people, and and when I mean hard, I mean hard. It's hard as the ground they were going into work in in the mines when I was young, and not coal mines, but gold mines, gold as in silver and whatnot. 
So I, I saw a unique thing as a young guy. Um, any of you guys minors? Or do, do you know any? <laughs> nope. Well, they're, they're quite an interesting group, I'll tell you that. And, and their families, their families have something to offer too, and that is a tight grip. And uh, every one of them guys and their families knew that, you know, as I guess most minors would in their families, that they might not come out at the end of the day and they get in what they call the man trip and down they went, you know. So the, a lot of that came up too. I never did that. I'm scared to go in the closet back here. Why would I go in the hole? But funny, I wound up being a plumber. I've been in all kinds of holes. <laughs> so, so, bad. so, you know, early in your career, influenced by the place you were, primarily out west, living in the hard, living in the hard rock Colorado mining towns, right. Uray, Telluride, those kind of places. Mm -hmm. So in the last decade, you find yourself more in the south. And, yes. and so, so, the, so the music that's been coming out of you more recently is much more um, sort of b bedded in the South. Absolutely. Which is all, to all of our benefit. And, and I think what's sort of happening is a phenomenon that happens. Um, it has happened throughout history where as, as sort of like an, an, an outsider has a unique perspective, right? You can have an insider yeah. write about something, yeah. but an outsider writing about something brings a certain unique perspective, you know, <laughs> yeah. that you just don't get if you're in the midst of it. I am an outsider down here for sure, but I know many people here, they've... I've been out on these highways running around playing music uh, for a long time, not so much anymore, but all the people here and around the South, everywhere I've gone, they've embraced me and made me feel welcome everywhere I've been. And that made it easy for me to meet some of these people and have some of these dinners and be with these families who I think are so cool. And they were just, come on in, you're part of us now. And, and that's where a lot of it comes from. You'd never know by the lyric sheet or what the lyrics say or the content, but there's things that are innate in the songs. Uh, some people know about them, and when you listen to them, that you would say, oh, wow, that's about your mom? It's like, no, that's about my great-grandmother. So it, 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 it kind of leapfrogs into different positions. I just use it as a, I guess, a, a jumping ground. I, I just suck up the ideas and kind of spit them back, basically, is what I do. And I'm all over, anywhere I go. But down here, I really enjoy the South. I uh, spent, what, I came down here, what, I can't remember, eight, nine years ago? Yeah, it's, it's been almost a decade you've been poking around yeah, here. Yeah, I've been, I've been around here a lot, uh, mostly Atlanta, at, at, Atlanta. And I, I opened a venue for a family there in Atlanta as well. The past three or four years I was there. And then, great place called the Hunt House, actually, where we're, yeah. we're, we've been able to play some shows there. For those of you down yeah, in the, go see in the, the, show in the North really Georgia awesome. area, um, incredible opportunities down there at the Hunt House. Great yeah, food. it's great. What's your favorite thing about the South? It's sleepy. It's, qu it's quiet. But there's a lot of people. <laughs> but it's sleepy. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say the food. Oh, uh. I, I like that, too. I, in fact, that reminds me. <laughs> you remind me of myself um, uh, uh, we, we've been talking yeah. for a while but there's a couple more things I want to talk about real quick will you, will you let us know a little bit about Wrong Records oh of course Wrong Records this goes back to the salvage thing that we were talking about I, I'm involved with several a couple guys who I know who are old hands at this stuff and, and uh, we have been collecting material that I've written, people I know have written uh, things. We've basically been an undercurrent pr production company. People, we went and did sound for people, and we said, hey, we're going to record this for you. Okay? And so we did, for years, we archived all this material. Uh, a lot of it, f friends of mine, and who knows who's in the band that is a friend of mine. You don't know who you're going to see coming on stage at any point. So it was a very interesting process. So over the years, we collected all this stuff. Well, we've mastered it, mixed it, and put, separated it into categories. And we have probably, I don't know, six years of material ready to go. And, it's, and we decided to start a record label since we are not out on tour, whatever they call that stuff, where you go and drive around and everybody comes and you party and then play music and everybody leaves. <laughs> 
it's all different. Is that tour? tour? Is that on tour? That's tour. That we miss. Call that shit work. Anyway, that it ain't work. It's all fun, baby. (laughs) And we miss. Oh yeah. (laughs) So we collected a lot of this material, and now we've started a record company called Wrong Records, and. The record part is spelled R-E-C-K-E-R-D-S because a record is a guy like me who goes in and salvages something and pulls out what we're going to use. So I've turned into a, a, a producer, a song producer, basically with my own band, the people that I hire, and I have an engineer and an administrator, and people call me and say, I have this song that I want to work on. And I say, well, come on in, let's hear the song. And then I'll decide what we're going to do with it. And I, the, the people have been very, very, oh, man, when can I, when can I come and do this? And so <laughs> they're lining up to do this. And that's, that's what we're doing. We're taking one, one song at a time as a songwriter or a producer. It's one song at a time. And I go in and I cut the song with the people. And uh, it's like going to work. We're going, in, we're, going in from 10, we're going in from 10 to 2. And we will be done by then. Those are my kind of hours, man. So that's what we're doing. Wrong records, R O N G R E C K E R D S, and it, it's out there. We have an administrative style office with some people who are helping us with what everybody types into, and you just have to watch because that, that's not my gig. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't do any of that <laughs> stuff. I can't. I don't like. I said the cell phone. What is a cell phone? No, your phone? hands. Your hands won't even do this. No, they're, they. They don't, don't do that. No, they don't. They do not do that. They do so many things, but, not but they don't do that. And I never will, and I never have, and I never will, and I can promise you that. You can take that to the bank. I never forget a kid asked me one day for my address, and he says, dot, 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 and I give him my address, and he goes, dot com, and I go, no, 81301. Sorry. Caught in a time warp. <laughs> but I just never, I, I never got involved in that, Travis. You, you know, it's, it's always, that's uh, not what I do. And I, I mean, I'm a... Well, that's, I mean, it, it, take, it, it takes some people a lifetime to figure out what their role is. You know, and we're, a lot of us are trying to wear a lot of hats. And especially as musicians, it's, cha- it's challenging to know what to do. And you see someone else doing something, and you're like, oh, maybe I should do that. <laughs> And, like, somebody else gets publishing checks, you're like, oh, maybe I should register my songs, you know, and like, <laughs> instead of just, like, sitting around and making it. I just music. asked my dear daughter, Kenzie, I'm like, honey, there's a problem with my phone. Can you help me? Oh, sure, Daddy, give me your phone. <laughs> Poof. <laughs> Away she goes. I don't have to mess with anything. A couple more questions. A yes, couple more simple questions, and then we'll get on to playing. I can't okay. wait to hear you play some of these songs. Um, okay. Okay, this, this is one of my favorite questions. Burl, what are you afraid of? Snakes. <laughs> For sure. Yep. That's legit. I'm not afraid of the dark. No. Just what's in it. Um, what's left of the night? Yeah. Mm, I, you know, anymore. I, oh, bears. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very wait, practical wait, person yeah. here. All right. This man, this man is not concerned about global economic collapse. He's not worried about... His own health. He's just mostly worried about a bear attack. Pretty much. That just shows, that shows you where Burl lives. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's the other question. Kay. Last question. It is the happy hour, so I'm dying to know, Burl, what makes you happy? You do. Oh, Burl, <laughs> I love you, man. He really does. <laughs> There's a lot of things that do. But running around and working with this guy as much as I have and his, and his compadres, you know who they are. They're an unbelievable group. That makes me real happy. Seeing a bunch of people doing what you're doing makes me happy, too. Just everybody keep cool. That, make, that makes me happy. Totally. Everyone get your CBD toilet paper. Yeah, just, 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 just freaking relax. Everybody just relax. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> All right, hey, Burl, thanks so much. Thanks for talking to me. Thanks for being here tonight. Everyone, Benny Galloway. <laughs> happy. All right, we're going to take a short... 60-second break, and then Burl's going to come back and play some songs for you. Thank you all again so much for being here at the Travis Book Happy Hour. Happy? Oh, I get it, man. Burl is one of the best, and that is just a fact. So please, to play you some songs, make them welcome again, Mr. Benny Galloway. Yes. 
Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Since we were talking about these guitars we love so much, I, I want you to meet my friend. He's right inside here. Uh, yeah, he does have a name. And his name was Buck. And he gave me a 1938 Regal Dobro when I was a kid. And I never learned to pray, uh, play it. And that's why I'm glad Tommy's here. <laughs> it's really fun Truly. to play with you. He's, he's, go, he's gone on to the big, wherever he's gone on to. He was a, the first bluegrass uh, public station bluegrass DJ in Colorado. He was from Pasadena, California. And I was lucky enough to meet him when I was a kid. And uh, we were best friends, steadfast, and he's probably responsible for me sitting here right now. So this song's called Ghost in the Guitar, and we were talking about it before. And they seem to follow me around. Which I'm, not, I'm not afraid of ghosts. There's a ghost in this guitar He called me son, called him Paul He was just an old saint all he ever saw But there's a ghost A ghost in this guitar There's a song he loved to sing It was a little country kind of thing He swore he learned it all All on one string On one string never knew so he wouldn't say but he always swore it was something close to end don't look at me it was not B it was not E it was not A it was not C it's just a ghost in this guitar Just as good It's just a bunch of wire On a hunk of wood There is a ghost There is a ghost In this guitar Play him right, play him wrong. String by string, song by song, song by song. If smoke would have a sound.
was not E. It wasn't A. It wasn't G. G sharp, F sharp. No, it's just a ghost in this guitar. Never mind. It's just as good. It's just a bunch of wire on a chunk of wood. But there's a ghost in this guitar. There is a ghost in this guitar. True story. Thank you very much. much check I love that song wow yeah me too thank you boss it's I weird for Travis I was transported <laughs> halfway through that I was just transported that's what you're looking for come back Tommy didn't even cost any money just about 50 years of beating on these strings and driving around in nowhere's land trying to learn how to play music that's all it takes that's all it takes. Did you write this next song for so that my old band could play it? Is that right? Which one? Why Cry You Morning Dove? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one. Yes. I, I, I do requests. These guys or these young fellas come to me and say, hey, Burley, get some Write material. a song, man. And I'm just like, I'm not a bluegrass guy, man. I'm just not. And uh, they're like, well, you can do it. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so but reluctant. these songs are not bluegrass. I, I mean, they just they trans they can translate that way. And I have played in bluegrass bands, and I've played with bluegrass players. It's just that's not, I'm more of a guy kind of like that likes Pete Townsend <laughs> and freaking JJ Kale. You know, I mean that's 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 I mean that's kind of my thing. And uh, but anyway, I, I got to use these ghosts. These ghosts help me in here. So. <laughs> Would you say you're more of a grass guy and less of a blue guy? More of a grass guy? No. <laughs> yes, like you I like are. Grass, <laughs> I love grass. So here's one of the tunes that these young, one of these young fellas came and said, Hey, bro, what do you got for us? And I said, Okay, let me figure something out. Drove up to the house, had it written, called him back, said, Come on up, I got it for you. Here it is. It's called Why Cry, You Morning Dove. Why cry, you morning dove? Why cry, you morning dove? Midnight stars are dressed in black You say she flew away and she won't fly back I ain't never heard a song so blue Is that a lonesome song she sang to you? Why cry you moaning dove? Why cry you moaning dove? Mr. Tommy Mars, son Just play your part Tune them up cause it's time to start And when the sun comes up and the blues be gone It's a perfect time for moving on Why cry you morning dove? 
this man thumping the bottom over here and this guy like Tommy Merrill we're playing the sweet licks I mean good lord I got one in one ear and one in the other can't go wrong earlier we were talking about uh, the songwriting sessions when 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 Burl was teaching me not to write stupid stuff and then this is one of the songs that came out of that I've, I don't ever give Burl enough credit because he, he wrote some of the best lines in it but this is a song called the long lonesome day one two three Such a long time to go from yesterday. Been a long and lonesome day. Yeah, it's been a long and lonesome day. I'm waiting on that hillside here. I am. 
come again Love to catch a rise, stick my thumb out in the wind Shouldn't look behind me, it don't ever pay Been a long and lonesome day Yeah, it's been a long and lonesome day Tommy on the Dobro. Travis Book delivering that tune to you. This is one of my favorite Burl tunes ever. I suggested that the String Dusters record it, and we did on our first record. The song called Poor Boys Delight. with me Molly Saturday night there's a chill in the air do you think that you might wanna dance with me Molly to an old fiddle tune playing soft like the wind through Virginia in June soft like the wind through Virginia in June dance with me Molly do you think it'd be wrong if you let down your hair let him play us a song come and dance with me Molly you've got nothing to lose but to dance off the soles of your own dancing shoes dance off the soles of your own dancing shoes
Molly Saturday night There's a chill in the air Do you think that you might Wanna dance with me Molly To an old fiddle tune Playing soft like the wind Through Virginia June Soft like the wind Through Virginia June Soft like the wind Through Virginia June Boys Delight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was driving across the river to my house and the f phone rang and there's Travis. He says, Burl, do you mind if we record Poor Boys Delight? And I just kind of went, what? <laughs> That's not exactly what I expected to hear. I said, Okay, I guess so. He goes, that's good, because we already recorded. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> uh, I was out in the southwest. We get quite a bit of snow, and winter's not my favorite thing there. In fact, it's my least favorite color is white, because it fall, especially when it falls out of the sky and uh, gets about 16 feet deep in front of my house, <laughs> literally. I'm not much on that anymore. And we got in probably 20 feet of snow that year. I couldn't even see my house. I just wanted to come south to see someone I'm, I was very fond of in Atlanta. And, and uh, uh, I just went, that's it. I'm f I'm, I'm, that's it. I'm leaving now. I'm getting some wings. And here it comes. Give me some wings. Thanks for everything. Sunrise on the Southland, it's summertime in Georgia. Peaches by the dozen, ain't nothing wrong with Southern East of California. Yeah, I'm getting off of this train. Give me some wings, give me some wings, give me some wings, yeah. Give me some wings, give me some wings. I love that sunny Southland, sugar worth the tasting. Good luck if you can find him. He owes me, you remind him. Tell him time's a wasting. And he could get me off of this train. Give me some wings, give me some wings, give me some wings. Give me some wings. Yeah, give me some wings. Gotta use them, use them or you lose them. You think I'd learn by now, run me on. Go on and take your chances. Don't look at me for answers. They're bad enough to get you lost and not back home. Yes, I love the sunny Southland. Paradise is calling. It's always sunny weather. In winter or whenever you catch me if I'm falling. Hey, what can I say? It's just one of them things. Give me some wings, give me some wings, give me some wings, yeah. Give me some wings, give me some wings. I love the sunny Southland, of course you won't until you leave her. And if you're broke enough for fixing, you best hit that Mason Dixon. It's easy to believe her. You gotta be there when she sings, yeah. Give me some wings, give me some wings, give me some wings, yeah. Give me some Dobro on them wings, baby, yeah, get
wings, you gotta use them. Use them or you'll lose them. You think I'd learn them now or I'd be gone? Go on and take your chances. Don't look at me for answers. They're about enough to get you lost in my back home. Cause it's sunrise on the Southland, summertime in Georgia, peaches by the dozen, ain't nothing wrong with Southern, East of California, yeah, I'm getting off of this train. Give me some wings, give me some wings, give me some wings. Give me some wings, give me some wings, give me some wings. Give me some wings, 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 give me some wings. Thank you so much. It's been fun. I can't wait to come back. Many thanks to Tommy Travis for putting this on. Keep supporting him. You guys got a good thing going here. Great thing going on. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Well, it has been a great show, if I do say so myself. I mean, I've been to them all. <laughs> so as far as Can't they go, go this has been a pretty good one. Huge, huge thanks to I Am Asheville, I Am AVL. They make this video stream happen. It wouldn't happen without them. So big thanks to them. Huge thanks to the Great Eagle, of course. Huge thanks to our sponsor, Thompson Guitars. And thank you all to those of you at home who have contributed to tonight's show, Tip the Band, helped us cover our mortgage. You can hit us at Venmo Travis Book or paypal.me backslash Travis Book One. And now we will leave you with a classic oh, that's right. country tune. What the heck am I thinking? I, you know, I don't know. Did you talk to my manager about this? You don't have a manager. I thought I was your manager. <laughs> Did you talk to yourself? <laughs> no, I, I, no, I never talked to myself. You know? No, if you run these things past yourself, you'd, uh, you'd, uh, reason would kick in. <laughs> yeah, it's tough firing oh, sorry. yourself. Sorry. Yeah. We do have a lot of fun. We're sorry, Finn. We're sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So sorry. We'll leave hey. you with this one. Yes, by one of the greats. One of the greats. The warden led the prisoner down the hallway to his doom. And I got up to say goodbye like all the rest. And I heard him ask the warden just before they reached my cell. Let my guitar play and friend sing my request. Won't you sing me back home The songs I used to hear Make my old memories come alive Take me away Turn back here Sing me back home before I die
recall last Sunday morning There was a choir from off the street They came in to sing a few old gospel songs And I heard him ask the singer There's a song that Mama sang Sing it now before you move along Won't you sing me back home The songs I used to hear Make my old memories come alive to hear make my own memories come alive take me away turn back here sing me back home before I die won't you sing me back home before I die. The one and only Merle Haggard. Thank you so much. I hope that worked for you. It worked for us. Thank you. This has been the Travis Book Happy Hour Podcast. Thanks for listening. Huge thanks to Benny Galloway, Tommy Marr, Thomas Webb, Andy Eubanks, the entire family at the Gray Eagle, IMAVL, Thompson Guitar, Acoustic Vibes, and all the supporters who donated via PayPal and Venmo. Be kind to yourself. It's okay to be happy. 